the samadhi that expresses the dharma called profound illumination. And at the same time, noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, while practicing the profound Prajnaparamita, saw in this way. He saw the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Then, through the power of the Buddha, Venerable Shariputra said to noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, how should a son or daughter of noble family train who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita? Dressed in this way, noble Avogateshvara, Bodhisattva Mahasattva, said to Venerable Shariputra, O Shariputra, a son or daughter of noble family who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita should see in this way, seeing the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Form is emptiness, emptiness also is form, emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. In the same way, feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness are emptiness. <coughs> Thus, Shariputra, all dharmas are emptiness. There are no characteristics, there is no birth and no cessation, there is no impurity and no purity, there is no decrease and no increase. Therefore, Shariputra, in emptiness there is no form, no feeling, no perception, no formation, no consciousness, no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind, no appearance, no sound, no smell, no taste, no touch, no dharmas, no eye, datu, up to no mind, datu, no datu, dharmas, no mind consciousness, datu, no ignorance, no end of ignorance, up to no old age and death, no end of old age and death, no suffering, no origin of suffering, no cessation of suffering, no path, no wisdom, no attainment, and no non-attainment. Therefore, Shariputra, since the Bodhisattvas have no attainment, they abide by means of Prajnaparamita. Since there is no obscuration of mind, there is no fear. They transcend falsity and attain complete nirvana. All the Buddhas of the three times by means of Prajnaparamita fully awaken to <coughs> unsurpassable, true, complete enlightenment. Therefore, the great mantra of Prajnaparamita the mantra of great insight, the unsurpassed mantra, the unequaled mantra, the mantra that calms all suffering should be known as truth since there is no deception. Prajnaparamita mantra is said in this way, Te ata om gate gate paragate parasangate bodhisoha. Thus Shariputra, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, should train in the profound Prajnaparamita. Then the Blessed One arose from that Samadhi and praised Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, saying, Good, good, O son of noble family, thus it is, O son of noble family, thus it is. One should practice the profound Prajnaparamita just as you have taught, and all the Tathagatas will rejoice. When the Blessed One had said this, Venerable Shariputra and Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, that whole assembly in the world with its gods, humans, asuras, and gandharvas rejoiced and praised the words of the Blessed One. <laughs> Uh, 
The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. Holy Lamas, high, wrap the sky of your Dharma bodies in massive clouds of knowledge and love, and let them pour upon the earth of your disciples as we are ready, a shower of rain, the teachings deep and wide. <coughs> Precious Guru. 
ตาลาดุนเดบาตเนลาริชบวตสรุสรุสนดวมาเดบาตาลาดุนเนตาลาริชเมลาดุนเดบาตมันเทบลตาซาจิซาจิจีตุนเดดวาเนลาดุนอติ
how to lead students in the actual instructions. Uh, so the actual prop, the actual manner in which the students are led uh, through the stages of the path or through the instructions. Uh, so in that section, we find uh, uh, two categories. Uh, first category being uh, how to rely upon the teacher who is the root of the path. Uh, and then the second category is uh, how, uh, having once uh, relied upon the teacher, one should uh, go forward. So once the reliance upon the teacher is established, uh, what are the stages of the path uh, moving forward? Uh, so in that section, uh, <coughs> we find uh, three categories uh, under, under the first section of uh, um, uh, um, what to do having once relied upon the teacher. Uh, we find three categories. We find the, the uh, category of uh, the identification of the uh, life of leisure and opportunity. Uh, we find the second uh, section, which is the um, uh, um, importance of uh, uh, obtaining the life of leisure and opportunity, um, and, and then uh, uh, contemplating the difficulty of attaining a life of leisure and opportunity. Uh, so, uh, in the section uh, which has the major heading of um, the stages uh, of the path, once having one has uh, once one has trained his or her mind in having relied upon the teacher, uh, so that's the major heading. Uh, and under that, we find that there are two subsections. The first is an exhortation to take full advantage of leisure and opportunity, and then the second is the. Uh, uh, how to actually take full advantage of the life of leisure and opportunity. So this first section with the three categories, identifying leisure and opportunity and the great importance of leisure and opportunity and the difficulty of obtaining leisure and opportunity is categorically under the exhortation to take full advantage of the life of leisure uh, and opportunity. The next section is how to take full advantage of life of leisure and opportunity. And within that section, there are two categories, uh, how to divert, develop certain knowledge of a general presentation of the path. Uh, and then the next section is, let me just check. It's just last, one last thing I want to check. Uh, how to develop certain knowledge of a general presentation of the path and The actual way to take full that's right, and the actual way to take full advantage of a life of leisure and opportunity. So these are the uh, two categories under the section header of how to take full advantage of the life of leisure and opportunity, which is the, the second uh, under the section of what uh, uh, called what one does once one has relied upon the teacher. The first section being the exhortation to take full advantage of leisure and opportunity, and then this section, which is uh, um, how to develop, uh, um, uh, how to take full advantage of leisure and opportunity with the two categories of developing certain knowledge of the general presentation of the path, uh, and then the actual way to take full advantage of the life of leisure and opportunity. So right now we're in that first category uh, of how to develop certain knowledge of a general presentation of the path. So that was just basically the outline of everything that we've gone through uh, in the order uh, in which it, it is established. Mm. Lanji Naja Langeva Jevada, Tene Casure, Nibelens, 
ジェブソンタランドンコスジェブソンシェグンドワスジェブソンタサンジェグンドナンドゲサンガクソンドゥエスデコンドカバンドゥエスワテナバダマラダセオテネトバダレタチェブチョンラエナザンボワダンチャバ
in the beginning, uh, that stanza in the two sentences in the beginning of the lamp uh, um, uh, contain uh, all of the instructions. Uh, so this is the first point that's made. The second point that's made is a more specific presentation uh, of the teachings for beings of small capacity. Uh, and here in the lamp for the path to enlightenment, we find the quote that says, "No, to be least those persons who diligently strive to attain solely the joys of cyclic existence uh, by any means for their welfare alone. Uh, so then this is the uh, specific points about the teachings for beings of small capacity, which becomes point two being made under the category that all scriptures are included within the teachings for beings of three capacities. The next point is the specifics around the teachings for uh, uh, beings of medium capacity. Uh, and that, uh, we find the quote from Atisha's lamp that says, uh, um, um, uh, those persons are called medium who stop sinful actions, turn their backs on the joys of cyclic existence, and diligently strive uh, just for their own peace. Uh, so this becomes the uh, third category or third point uh, that, uh, of emphasis in this section. And then the fourth deals with the teachings for beings of great capacity. And it says uh, those persons are called superior who sincerely want to extinguish all the sufferings of others uh, by understanding their own suffering. So then this uh, deals with the teachings for beings of great capacity. So uh, number four. Uh, the fifth point that's made is the origin of the content. Uh, so looking to uh, who, who pronounced uh, these teachings, uh, and we find that the source uh, uh, for this material is uh, Buddha Shakyamuni uh, the, uh, and other masters uh, such as Lord Asanga. Uh, so uh, the source, we, we look at what the source of this information <coughs> is in, in point number five. Uh, and then point number six uh, deals with uh, the different divisions. Uh, when we look at the uh, teachings for beings of small capacity, uh, those uh, <coughs> teachings that are uh, genuine teachings for a person of small capacity uh, for the achievement of high status, and then those uh, shared in common with beings of small capacity. Uh, so this is the sixth point that's made, that there are these two types, uh, those that are specific to a person of small capacity, and then the, those that are shared in common with those types of individuals. So uh, these are the six points that we're uh, going to get into, uh, and I believe Rinpoche said we're at point five. Ngapa Lepsoin? Fourth, so the fourth point. Uh, so we've arrived at the great vehicle, the point of the great vehicle. Okay. Okay. What so within this uh, um, uh, uh, um, text, 
uh, under uh, when we're looking at different pathways. Uh, so if we were to uh, categorize the teachings according to path, we would say that they are the pathways which lead to the higher, the teachings which are the pathways which lead to the higher realms, those teachings which are the pathways which lead to liberation, uh, and those teachings which are the pathways which lead to uh, Buddhahood. Uh, so these uh, uh, different pathways, we can find uh, many different names uh, given to them. We can hear the, the teaching, the small scope teachings, or the teachings for beings of small capacity, or the pathways uh, which lead uh, to the higher realm. So these are all uh, the same, w uh, uh, different ways of saying the same thing. Uh, so uh, these are the three pathways that are included within the persons of three capacities. Uh, and the way that um, uh, actions uh, equal experiences, uh, basically, is that we create um, uh, virtue and non-virtue, or we engage in virtuous and non-virtuous actions through our body, speech, and mind. And our virtuous and non-virtuous actions have degrees. Uh, the greatest degree of non-virtue creates rebirth in the hell realm. The medium degree of non-virtue creates rebirth into the hungry ghost realm. And a small degree of non-virtue creates rebirth into the animal realm. Uh, it's also the same for virtue. The greatest degree of virtue gives rise to rebirth into the gods realm. The medium degree of virtue gives rise to rebirth into the demigods realm. And a small degree of virtue gives rise to rebirth into the humor realm human realm. Uh, so we're going to start to look at uh, this information of, of, of how practices and actions equal these experiences. So the pathway to high status or to the higher realms, uh, which, which is also called the teachings for beings of small capacity or the teachings shared in common with beings of small capacity, uh, would be uh, practices uh, such as going for refuge to the three jewels of the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, uh, engaging in the ethics, which is the abandonment of the ten non-virtuous activities, and acknowledging one's downfalls uh, if he or she has engaged in any among the, those negativities. Uh, so by engaging in these uh, practices, one is able to achieve rebirth into the higher realms. So these are con considered the pathways to high status or to the higher realms, which are the teachings that are shared in common with beings of small capacity. Okay. Uh, the next uh, um, category are the teachings for beings of medium capacity or the teachings shared in common uh, with beings of medium capacity are those teachings which are pathways which lead to liberation. Uh, and uh, the pathway which leads to liberation 
uh, the pathways which lead to liberation in the teachings for beings of medium capacity are the three highest higher trainings. So through relying upon uh, the three highest higher trainings, uh, hi the uh, highest higher training in ethics, concentration and wisdom, and the concentration and wisdom becoming a union of uh, calm, abiding, and special insight that utilizes as their object of observation um, emptiness. Uh, so through reliance upon this path of the three highest higher trainings, uh, one is able to achieve the state of liberation. So uh, it is uh, according to the teachings for beings of medium capacity, uh, the mistaken view that grasps at phenomena as being truly established, which is at the root of creating the afflictions uh, and the actions. And in looking at the Four Noble Truths, where it states this is the superior truth of suffering, this is the superior truth of origin, uh, um, this is the superior truth of cessation, this is the superior truth of path, when we're looking at origin, origin is that which causes the, the, the suffering of cyclic existence. And origin, uh, in this case, is has two categories, karma that is origin and afflictions that are origin. And by getting rid of the grasping at phenomena as being truly established, one is able to get rid of uh, what that mistaken view creates, and that's the karma and the afflictions which are the origin. Uh, and one does so by relying on the pathway of the three highest higher trainings, and then is able to achieve uh, that, that superior truth of cessation uh, that is mentioned uh, within those four uh, noble or four superior uh, truths. So uh, this is uh, the these are the practices and the, the goals uh, for the teachings uh, uh, for the uh, person of medium capacity. <coughs> through relying upon the three highest higher trainings, it's possible to get rid of uh, the grasping at true establishment uh, and the afflictions and the afflictive obstructions. But it's not possible to get rid of the obstructions to omniscience, the imprints of those afflictions. Uh, in order to get rid of those imprints, it's necessary to have a union of method and wisdom, a union of these highest higher trainings with the mind that aspires to enlightenment. What the, the 
so uh, in the uh, all sentient beings uh, have uh, the potential to uh, engage in these pathways. All sentient beings have the potential to achieve uh, the uh, um, uh, state of uh, in, uh, I'm sorry, all sentient beings have the potential to engage in the pathways which lead to the higher realms. Uh, all sentient beings have uh, the potential uh, uh, to um, uh, engage in the pathways which lead to liberation. All sentient beings have the ability uh, to engage in the, the pathways uh, which lead to complete Buddhahood. Uh, it's because all sentient beings possess a mental consciousness uh, that this is possible. Uh, so, uh, if we look at the definition of the mind, it states that the mind uh, is in the nature of clear light uh, and uh, unstained. Uh, so, uh, because of this, uh, the mind uh, has the potential to eventually achieve uh, the state uh, of um, omniscience. The mind has the ability uh, to get rid of those stains, get rid of those defilements, because it is defined uh, by it. Uh, its definition states that those uh, are, are not of its nature because it's in the nature of clear light and its nature is not stained. Uh, so this potential exists. Uh, so uh, all sentient beings uh, possess this mental consciousness uh, and possess the ability to recognize the lack of true establishment of his or her mental consciousness. Uh, so uh, looking at uh, ourselves, our nature, uh, and the Buddha's nature, uh, we'll find that both ourselves and the Buddha are necessarily not truly established, are, are necessarily uh, non-dual. Uh, so because of this, uh, we have this same nature and this same potential. So this is our Tathagata essence. This is our uh, uh, Buddha, uh, Buddha essence, um, because uh, we, we have uh, this uh, same nature as, as the Buddha. Um, it says the Buddha in the Uttara Tantra, in uh, the Sublime Continuum by Lord Maitreya, it says the Buddha has said that all beings have Buddha nature. Since Buddha wisdom is always present within the assembly of beings, since this undefiled nature is free from duality, and since the disposition to Buddhahood has been named after its fruit. Uh, so in the Uttara Tantra, we find the quote uh, from Maitreya that shows us uh, that the, the, all sentient beings have this common uh, uh, commonality, and that's that there is no true establishment uh, to either ourselves nor the Buddha. Uh, so we share this same nature, and it's for that reason that we state that all sentient beings have uh, this Buddha potential uh, and have the potential to achieve uh, this stainless mind uh, that is an all-knowing, uh, that has a, a, a um, has the state is is always in the state of all-knowing. So in the uh, Asanga's um, levels of yogic deeds, uh, Asanga states that um, uh, the, uh, the, the mental, uh, 
the sem ser dandrapalu sem ser okay that the mental consciousness itself is very similar to gold uh, um, in that uh, when we're mining for gold or harvesting gold I guess mining for gold uh, it's initially not uh, at its full value um, it's contaminated it has defilements it has dirt it has to be uh, um, uh, tumbled and washed and, uh, and, and all of the dirt and stains and defilements removed from it uh, and then it can be it's it can be turned into uh, a beautiful piece of jewelry or an earring or some sort of ornament um, so in the um, um, levels of yogic deeds, the Sangha compares our mental consciousness to this and that we progressively uh, can cleanse our uh, mind of the stains uh, of the afflictions, uh, the afflictive obstructions, the obstructions to omniscience. Uh, and then progressively be able to uh, rid ourselves of all negativities by being able to achieve rebirth into the higher realms and then uh, it being able to achieve a complete state of liberation or nirvana and then being able to achieive a complete state of Buddhahood or uh, uh, an all uh, uh, un uh, yeah, complete Buddhahood. Uh, so all of these things are possible by progressively ridding ourselves of these negativities or stains uh, contained within our mental consciousness that are not natural. So we're able to get rid of the mind's faults, uh, faults uh, or negative June faults, in the same way that we can get rid of gold's faults. Uh, so by cleansing it slowly, by uh, meditating on the non-mistaken view that recognizes the lack of true establishment, by uh, um, understanding uh, emptiness, we're slowly able to get rid of uh, the faults of the m of the mind. George <laughs> So now we've arrived at the section on the great vehicle in the text, uh, Tibetan page 87 and the English on uh, page 131. Uh, and in the beginning, we find a quote from another uh, one of Atisha's texts called The Lamp of the Collections of Deeds. Uh, and it says, since the guru, the Buddha said, de uh, uh, depend on the perfection since the Guru, the Buddha, said, depend on the perfection and mantra vehicles and attain enlightenment, here I will write about the meaning of this. So here this is uh, dividing uh, the great vehicle into its two categories. There is the uh, um, perfection vehicle and the mantra vehicle. Uh, so the perfection vehicle is called the causal vehicle. 
uh, and the mantra vehicle is called the resultant uh, vehicle. So here, uh, there are these two divisions, the, uh, um, the causal vehicle and the resultant vehicle. And then in Atisha's lamp for the path to enlightenment, uh, the person of great capacity, uh, who is a great vehicle practitioner, is defined in this way. Those persons are called superior, who sincerely want to extinguish all the sufferings of others by understanding their own uh, suffering. That when we look at doors or entrances into vehicles or into systems, we'll find that there are many within Buddhism. We find that refuge becoming the entrance into Buddhism. We find that the mind that aspires to enlightenment becomes the entrance into uh, um, the Mahayana, or bodhicitta is the door into the Mahayana. Uh, the only, bodhicitta is the only door uh, into the Mahayana. Uh, and then an initiation is the door into Tantra. Uh, so in uh, Buddhism, we find many discussions of entrances or doors into uh, uh, specific things. Uh, so um, uh, there are two, um, again, two categories um, under uh, the great vehicle, and that's the uh, um, perfection vehicle uh, and the uh, secret uh, mantra vehicle, secret mantra vehicle. <laughs> So the, where the path leads to, uh, um, according to the two vehicles, the uh, causal perfection vehicle and the resultant tantric vehicle, uh, is precisely the same Buddhahood. But the length of time it takes to get to those uh, goals uh, is different. Uh, according to the... Uh, um, uh, in the causal perfection vehicle, it takes much longer to get to Buddhahood than it does in the resultant uh, uh, tantric vehicle or the resultant secret mantra vehicle. Uh, so it's compared uh, sometimes to the difference between driving somewhere or taking an airplane somewhere. The causal perfection vehicle would be similar to taking a car, and the resultant tantric vehicle would be similar to taking an airplane. Okay. Uh, so in the different tantric uh, um, lineages, we find uh, deity yoga being uh, a, a different form of practice than we would find in the perfection vehicle. 
uh, and in the, within the different deity yoga practices, uh, whether they are in the lower tantras or higher tantras, we find the practice of the yoga uh, with and without signs, and then in the highest tantra, the generation and completion stages of tantra. <laughs> So within the perfection, uh, so that, uh, I don't know if I said it on the last translation, I just want to make sure in case I omitted it. Uh, so these, uh, uh, all of these tantric uh, classes are much swifter pathways. And in the perfection vehicle, we find the practice of the mind that aspires to enlightenment and the six perfections uh, in order to achieve uh, the state of Buddhahood. And it takes a much longer time uh, to achieve that goal. ジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジュジ
secret mantra vehicle is like a child uh, because it's in dependence upon uh, the causal perfection vehicle that the mantra vehicle, uh, the resultant mantra vehicle, uh, can arise. So there is this in, in interdependence, this uh, relationship. Uh, and in the source of all my good, or uh, the foundation of all good qualities, Lama Tsongkhapa says, uh, once one has practiced the path shared and becomes a vessel that is worthy, uh, may one, I don't know, the. I'm sorry, I'm not going to, once, uh, once one practices the, uh, the practices that are shared and becomes a vessel that is worthy, uh, equal, may they enter the way of the diamond, the highest all ways, holiest door to come inside for the fortunate and good. Uh, so here, this is a, a, a saying, when, when we're speaking of the common, uh, when it says the paths shared, uh, the paths shared are the common pathways, uh, and the common pathways are the pathways that are found in the uh, causal, I don't even know where it is in here anymore, uh, in the causal um, uh, perfection vehicle. So these are the paths uh, that are shared. Uh, so, uh, um, um, so here this is saying that the um, uh, resultant uh, secret mantra vehicle depends upon it, the common practices, depends upon the cause, its cause. And its cause here is the causal uh, perfection vehicle. Uh, so in the, we find that quote uh, in the, the source of all my good, the foundation of all good qualities. So once one, uh, so grant that once I've practiced well the past shared and become a vessel that is worthy, I enter with perfect ease the way of the diamond, highest of all ways, holiest door to come inside for the fortunate and good. So once one has practiced the teaching shared in common with beings of small capacity, the teaching shared in common with beings of medium capacity, and the teachings of the causal perfection vehicle for beings of great capacity, then one becomes a vessel that is worthy uh, and has the, all of the causes that are necessary for the arisal of the resultant secret mantra vehicle. So when we speak of these pathways that are in common, it's very similar to a set of stairs. We have the teachings that are shared in common with beings of small capacity, the teachings that are shared in common with beings of medium capacity, uh, and the teachings that are shared in, in common with beings of great capacity up to the tantric pathways, uh, uh, which is categorically under the teachings shared in common with being, uh, the teachings for beings of great capacity. Uh, so um, these are very similar to a set of stairs that one is going going up. Similar to this. Less so. 
So where it says depend on perfection in mantra vehicles and then attain enlightenment, it's it's showing how one has to depend upon uh, the perfection, the causal perfection vehicle of the practices of the uh, um, six bodhicitta and the six perfections and so forth for the arisal of the secret mantra vehicle. Uh, the resultant secret mantra vehicle, but one uh, also in order to have the uh, arisal of the teaching shared in common with beings of medium capacity, uh, which is the uh, uh, the perfection vehicle, causal perfection vehicle is categorically under, it's necessary to have the teachings that are shared in common with beings of medium capacity. And for the teachings for beings of medium capacity to arise, uh, it's necessary for the teachings for beings of small capacity to arise. Uh, so we see that all of these things are dependent upon one, one, one another, and, uh, and that's why they're called common uh, uh, as they go up, small, shared in common with small capacity, shared in common with medium capacity. So in this respect, we could say those that are shared in common, uh, because in the causal perfection vehicle, we find teachings that are shared in common with the resultant uh, mantric vehicle. So the teachings on the mind that aspires to enlightenment, uh, teachings on the uh, um, uh, six perfections, these would be teachings shared in common with the uh, uh, resultant uh, man secret mantra vehicle that are found within the causal perfection vehicle. Tang uh, so, if we look at the etymology of the Sanskrit word mantra, uh, the, we find uh, the man uh, being mind and tra being protector. So it's mind protector, mind protection. Uh, so what is the mind being protected from? And uh, it would be the various afflictions and the sufferings of cyclic existence. Uh, and in the seventh Dalai Lama uh, states that uh, this is what the, the mind is being protected from. And then in uh, uh, Lama Tsongkhapa's commentary called The Fulfillment of All Hopes uh, on the uh, uh, um, Ashvagosya's uh, 50 verses on Guru devotion, uh, we find also a similar sentiment that the uh, um, uh, what is being protect what one is being protected from is the suffering of cyclic existence. Uh, so here, Lama Tsongkhapa states in these this commentary on the fifty verses that this is uh, what the what one is being protected from. <laughs> Uh, 
Then uh, the Nejor, Nangla Nejor, the Sanjay Kechambuyo Maribe. Okay. Uh, so uh, there are four classes. Uh, we find there are di various divisions we're always finding in Buddhism. There's four classes of Tantra, four tenet systems. There are four uh, different lineages of types of beings in the ancient Indian traditions. Uh, so uh, we find the uh, four classes of Tantra are the Action Tantra, Performance Tantra, <coughs> Yogic Tantra, and Highest Yogic Tantra. And the reason for the number being <coughs> definite of four is because they correspond, these four classes of Tantra correspond with the four levels of happiness. Uh, so the happiness of uh, glancing, the happiness of smiling, uh, at an, uh, translators, no parentheses, at another uh, uh, person of, of one is attracted to. So of seeing, of smiling, of holding hands, and of uh, uh, intercourse. So these are the four levels of happiness, and these four level of happiness, levels of happiness correspond with the four uh, classes of Tantra. So in looking at the first Tantra, the action Tantra, uh, the actions, uh, outward actions become very important and cleanliness is emphasized in a very, uh, as being very important. So in the action Tantra, uh, outer behavior and cleanliness are, are the main emphasis of practice. Uh, uh, in the uh, um, performance tantra, we find kind of an even uh, amount of outer um, uh, importance relative to cleanliness and activities, but uh, and also though inner uh, activities. So uh, there's a, uh, an even amount of emphasis on the uh, inner activities as there is in the outer activities. Uh, whereas in the action tantra, there's mo most emphasis on the outer activities. Uh, and then the yogic tantra, we find. Uh, more emphasis on the inner activities than the outer activities. And then in the highest yoga tantra, the inner activities are the only uh, um, uh, focused, important uh, um, uh, uh, realities, if you
you will. Uh, so the focus of, is different in the different four classes of Tantra, uh, um, as well as their corresponding uh, happinesses, if you will. Uh, so this is why the number is definite uh, as four. Uh, in, in this case, uh, and, and, and we find it's, it's just a cla for classifications, just as the tenets of Vabhashika, Sutrantika, Chittamantra, and uh, uh, Madhyamaka are, or the different lineages or of uh, um, caste systems. Remake <laughs> uh, so, uh, in the so the two vehicles within the Mahayana are the uh, um, perfection vehicle or the causal perfection vehicle and the resultant secret mantra vehicle. Uh, so these are the two categories. In Lama Tsongkhapa and in uh, uh, and in Lord Atisha's text, uh, and Lama Tsongkhapa deals only briefly uh, with the tantric teachings uh, in the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment. Uh, there's just a, a cursory look at those teachings uh, because there's an entire text devoted to the tantric teachings called the uh, um, uh, Great Treatise on the Stages of the Tantric Path, the Ngarim Chamo, uh, where uh, Lama Tsongkhapa gives a much more lengthy explanation of uh, specific to Tantra. Uh, and Lama Tsongkhapa wrote uh, the majority of it, a large <coughs> amount of the majority of his works about Tantra. And we find a great amount of information in the on the Guyatmanji uh, tradition of the highest yoga tantra. Uh, but there are also uh, the books that were written uh, about the perfection vehicle, uh, such as this text, uh, the uh, uh, great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, uh, the Seqing, the Golden Rosary, uh, and then the, uh, um, the, the explanation of the Madhyamaka tradition, uh, the essence of eloquence, uh, it's, I think, uh, translated as. Uh, so, uh, essence of eloquence of uh, the middle way. Um, so, all of these uh, texts were about the perfection vehicle, um, but the Lama Tsongkhapa wrote many more texts about Tantra. <laughs> Uh, so, in the tantric tradition, uh, we find in all of the other uh, types of uh, Tibetan Buddhism, uh, in the Nyingma tradition, in the Sakya tradition, and the Kaju tradition, uh, as well as the Galupa tradition. Teaching 
so here we're speaking of the turning of the wheel of the great vehicle Dharma. Uh, and within the turning of the wheel of the great vehicle Dharma, there are two categories. The turning of the wheel of the uh, causal perfection vehicle Dharma, uh, and then the turning of the wheel of the resultant secret mantric vehicle uh, uh, Dharma. Uh, so there are two turnings of the wheel uh, within that. And when we previously spoke of turning of the wheel of Dharma, we found that there are two categories. There is scriptural turning of the wheel of Dharma uh, and realizational turning of the wheel of Dharma. Uh, so if it is a Buddhist pronouncement, it is necessarily Buddha's uh, scriptural turning of the wheel of Dharma. Uh, and if it is a pathway, it is necessarily uh, 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 Buddha's realizational uh, turning of the wheel of Dharma. So this is how we differentiate those two turnings of the wheel, the, those that are scriptural and those that are realizational. And within the uh, uh, um, turning of the wheel of Dharma, uh, in both uh, of the Mahayana, in both of those categories, we have scriptural and realizational. So we have the uh, um, scriptural turning of the wheel of the resultant uh, secret mantric vehicle Dharma, and we have the realizational turning of the wheel of the um, 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 resultant secret mantra vehicle as, as we do the other uh, um, causal perfection vehicle, have the scriptural turning of the wheel of the causal perfection vehicle and the resultant turning of the wheel of the uh, causal perfection vehicle. So we have uh, these uh, categories within categories. So in the, the uh, resultant secret mantra uh, vehicle, and if we look at it according to the uh, scriptural turning of the wheel of the secret mantra, um, we would find that those would be those uh, pronouncements uh, about the uh, Guya Samaja uh, um, Tantra, those uh, about the Kala Chakra Tantra, but the Sintamani Tara Tantra, and so forth. So all of these would be considered the scriptural uh, turning of the wheel of the resultant secret mantra uh, Dharma. <laughs> Realizational turning of the wheel uh, of the uh, um, secret mantra would be referring to those practices of the uh, yoga with and without signs, uh, the practice of the generation and completion stages. Uh, so those pathways uh, within the uh, mantra vehicle would be considered the realizational uh, turning of the wheel, the secret mantra vehicle.
Okay, so <clears throat> these two are included in the teachings of a person of great capacity because persons of great capacity under the influence of great compassion 
make Buddhahood their goal in order to extinguish all the sufferings of all living beings, and they then train in the six perfections, the two stages, and the like. And then uh, there's a quote, the quote about the teachings for beings of great capacity from the Lamp for the Path to Enlightenment. Those persons are called superior, who sincerely want to extinguish all sufferings of others by understanding uh, their own uh, suffering. So within the, um, two, the two-fold division of the great vehicle, we find the uh, causal uh, perfection vehicle and the resultant mantric vehicle. And the uh, perfection vehicle uh, begins uh, when the mind that aspires to enlightenment is generated at the path of accumulation. Uh, and then we find the various causal factors for that. Uh, we find the um, recognizing beings as our mothers and remembering their <coughs> kindness, wishing to repay their kindness, love through the force of attraction, great compassion, extraordinary attitude, and then this mind that aspires to enlightenment uh, that is generated. So uh, uh, this is the uh, perfection vehicle, uh, the entrance to the Mahayana um, would be the generation at the path of accumulation of this mind. Uh, so. Uh, he, all of these things are influenced or under the influence of compassion. So great compassion is what inspires one uh, to engage in uh, any among these practices of the uh, uh, perfection vehicle uh, or uh, the mantra vehicle, the tantra vehicle. Uh, so it says one is under the influence of great uh, compassion. Uh, so they make Buddhahood their goal in order to extinguish all the suffering of beings. So wanting to rid beings of suffering uh, is the quality of great compassion. When one has this, one wishes to rid beings of suffering. So this is the motivating force behind um, all of these practices uh, within the great vehicle is the great <coughs> compassion. And the, this great compassion wishes to extinguish all the sufferings of uh, living beings, make Buddhahood their goal. Uh, in order to uh, have this extraordinary attitude which wishes to um, free or extinguish all the sufferings of sentient beings. It says they then train in the six perfections. So they train in the six perfections, they train in the ten perfections, uh, and it says here, and this, the two stages and the like. So the two stages could be uh, generation and completion <coughs> stages, uh, or in the lower classes of Tantra, we find the uh, yoga with uh, and without sign stages. So uh, here we could, we could say that either of those. Uh, so here uh, they do this uh, in order to, uh, for the sake of other beings. So here... Uh, the source material, uh, the source of all of these scriptures uh, is the Buddha, who's, because the Buddha is doing this for the sake of all sentient beings. So when we're looking at point five, uh, where we're looking at the source, uh, we're finding that the, the, the source is, uh, or one of the sources is uh, Buddha Shakyamuni, and the purpose is for the sake of others, and it's influenced by or driven by great compassion. Uh, so... Uh, and when we get into the actual um, uh, quote, uh, it says, uh, those persons are called superior who sincerely want to extinguish all the suffering of others by understanding their own suffering. <laughs> In Shanti Deva's Guide to the Bodhisattva's Way of Life, we find the quote that says, uh, how can one uh, expect to help others if he or she doesn't understand his or her own plight, uh, her, her own suffering? Uh, that's me 
close anyway. Uh, so if one doesn't understand his or her own suffering, uh, how can he possibly uh, help others? Uh, so here it says by understanding their own suffering. So by understanding their own suffering, by developing the desire to definitely emerge, which is renunciation, uh, then this being looks towards others, generates great compassion, which is the desire to extinguish the suffering of others, uh, and then engages in this path uh, uh, to Buddhahood. And because their scope is for the sake of all beings, and their uh, purpose is to extinguish the suffering of, of everyone, of all beings, they are called superior, uh, or best, uh, could be translated the best person, or the, the superior being, because this person has all others' uh, needs in mind, uh, and, and, and uh, Buddha uh, did uh, gave every single teaching and explanation uh, for that purpose, to bring sentient beings to a state of happiness, free uh, from suffering. So here when we break this down, we, it says who want to extinguish, uh, because they have compassion, all this suffering of others, uh, um, uh, they're called superior. Um, and, and they do so first by achieving renunciation uh, from their own side, uh, as it states in Shanti Deva's text, is necessary. What does it do? Sinjin Tanjin Dunga Mabazuya, Tabal Nguya, Gubati, Chedo, Sanjikum, Tubashawunabe, or the Sanlu to Yumala, and then Nanjung Samba Dinda, Dinda Tumu Nanjung Samba, 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 Tumu Nanjung uh, wish to get out for oneself, develop renunciation that we find in the teachings that are shared in common with beings of medium capacity. And in order to wish to definitely emerge, it's necessary to practice the teachings that are shared and un practice and understand the teachings that are shared in common with beings of small capacity. So this is why this word common is used. What things are that? Ranju to be doing it, conscious so in the uh, great, in Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stages of the path to enlightenment, it's stated that the only door uh, to the Mahayana is the bodhi, is bodhicitta. So this is the only door. Uh, and then in looking at how one generates the mind bodhicitta, or the mind that aspires to enlightenment, there are two practices. There is the practice of equalizing and exchanging oneself and others, uh, and then the uh, practice of um, called the seven-point cause and effect for realizing the mind that aspires to enlightenment. So uh, there are these uh, practices that are, are, are prescribed in order to generate uh, this mind uh, that is, uh, aspires to enlightenment that is uh, Lama Tsongkhapa states is the only way into the Mahayana.
So when it's speaking of those persons that are called superior who sincerely want to extinguish all the suffering of others, this wish to uh, extinguish all the suffering of others uh, is um, um, referring to this desire, this uh, um, um, bodhicitta, this desired uh, to um, become a Buddha for the sake of all sentient beings. So this is referring to what that which is the door into the Mahayana. Then it says, below I will explain how the method for these persons to attain enlightenment involves both the perfection and mantra vehicles. So, Lama Tsongkhapa is saying, uh, below, later on, I'm going to explain uh, the method, how uh, one attains enlightenment, uh, and how it involves both of these vehicles. So here, uh, in the perfection vehicle, showing this, uh, how one achieves the mind that aspires to enlightenment, and then engages in the six perfections and the ten perfections, uh, and then uh, within the mantra vehicle, how one engages in the yoga with and without signs in the uh, generation and completion stages. So the methods uh, um, are going to be explained later on in the text. But now there's a, a, a summarized way of doing it. Mm. Dumba Nibber どうだってね、なんでランドンコスレ、私ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっ
Kurdi de dua. Ben de dua diyeyim bana dua. Dua kalsın olacağız. Dua kalsın. Anne, çabı çoğul, çabı tamas olacağız. Değil, değil olacağız. Çabı çembalı çoğul olacağız. Dua kalsın olacağız. Dua kalsın olacağız. Dua kalsın olacağız. Dua kalsın olacağız. Anne adil şakalan diyor ki o çöpüden çöyeyin o diyeyin o tamas o da son var. Kuntarız. Then long NGK logo. Allah tamam bu çillerden nasıl long yazacağına. It says then with respect to the terms for the three types of persons. So the the terms for the Persons of small capacity or small scope, of medium capacity or medium scope, of great capacity or great scope. It says these statements in the lamp for the path to enlightenment are similar in meaning to the statement in the compendium of determinations of the levels of yogic deeds. So in Asanga's text, it's very similar as far as the way that they are divided to the lamp for the path to enlightenment. So it's showing. Uh, we're in section five, where what is the source of this instruction? Where do we find uh, this uh, instruction other than in the lamp for the path to enlightenment? And here it says that uh, we find uh, uh, them divided in a similar way uh, in this text by Asanga. ดงบ่ออมายดงบ่ออมายบ่ออมายเบอะเนดงบิดุบิชุติจิดงบ่ยาตาบ่ลองยาตาบ่ลองบ่ตาเต็มบ่ยอยู่ตัวสิโกเต
so here, uh, here begins the, the quote. Furthermore, uh, there are three types of persons as follows. There are those who are, uh, have correctly assumed the vow of ethical discipline, of giving up the ten non-virtues, which is not considered a vow, and yet is similar to a vow. There are those who have correctly assumed the Shravaka's vow of ethical discipline. There are those who have correctly assumed the Bodhisattva's vow of ethical discipline. Among those, the first or least, the second, medium, and the third superior. So going to the first here, it says, there are those who have correctly assumed the vow of ethical discipline of giving up the ten non-virtues. Uh, so within the um, uh, uh, teachings for beings of small capacity, we see the abandonment of the ten non ethics, which is the abandonment of the ten non-virtuous activities. Uh, we can say that it's similar to a vow, but it's not a vow uh, in the full sense because it is not a, a vow motivated or under the influence of renunci renunciation, a desire to definitely emerge. Uh, so, because it's ethics, it's similar to a vow, um, but within the teachings for beings of small capacity, uh, they do not uh, um, abandon the joys of cyclic existence, so therefore there is not renunciation, so therefore it is not a true vow because the ethics of renunciation aren't, uh, aren't there. It's, so, if there are no ethics of renunciation, then it's not a true, uh, true vow in the sense of the word, the way the, the, the word vow is correctly used. Uh, so the word vow uh, is qualified by having Having this desire to definitely emerge in its true sense. Uh, so here uh, it says the abandonment of the ten non-virtues uh, is like a vow uh, and uh, is for a person of small capacity, but that person doesn't have the desire to emerge because it says when we look at uh, the definition of a person of small capacity, it says, no, to be least those persons who diligently strive to attain solely the joys of cyclic existence by any means either for their welfare alone. So their aim is to uh, um, have the joys of cyclic existence. Uh, so they get there by abandoning the ten non-virtuous activities. But because there isn't that desire to emerge from even the joys of cyclic existence, there necessarily is not renunciation. If there necessarily is not renunciation, then it's not the ethics of renunciation. Therefore, it's not necessarily not a uh, true vow in the sense of the word. Uh, so the qualifying factor here is the desire to definitely emerge, which uh, we do not uh, find uh, in uh, the person of uh, least uh, capacity. It's Nghe so when we say we we can go back and forth, we can say uh, it is like a vow, or it uh, the abandonment of the ten non-virtues is like a vow. It's a vow to abandon the ten non-virtues, but it's not a true vow because a true vow has the ethics. Uh, as a renunciation uh, as the basis of the ethics. So uh, because it doesn't have this uh, um, desire to definitely emerge influence, uh, it is necessarily uh, not a true vow, but it is vowing to abstain from 
the ten non-virtuous activities. It's just not an, a vow in the true sense of the word vow. Uh, if we're uh, qualifying vow as something which has as its basis in, uh, the influence of the desire to emerge. So then uh, it says there are those who have correctly assumed the Shravaka vow of ethical discipline. So uh, here this next line is starting to get into the teachings for beings of medium capacity. So here the Shravakas who are the hearers and the Prachika Buddhas, the solitary realizers uh, uh, vehicle. Um, so here they have the um, uh, ethics of renunciation, they have the uh, in, uh, individual liberation householder vows uh, and the fully ordained monk and nuns vows. Uh, so we have all of these different types of vows, which are vows to def uh, who that are for those who wish to definitely emerge, or vows uh, for those who have renunciation, or the ethics of renunciation. Uh, so here, this is the, uh, the teachings for beings of medium capacity, and then it says there are those who have correctly assumed uh, the bodhisattva's vow of ethical discipline. Uh, so then this is for the teachings for beings of great capacity, for those beings who have uh, taken on the bodhisattva vow uh, uh, and uh, have as the basis these uh, other uh, realizations of renunciation uh, and, and so forth. Uh, so uh, here, 
uh, we see first the, the person of small capacity uh, is considered the least. And then when we look at the quote here, we say first, it says, uh, from the uh, compendium of determinations of the level of yogic deeds, it says, <coughs> first are the least. When we look at Atisha's text, it says, no, to be least those persons. Uh, so least here is referring to those persons of small capacity, uh, uh, those who uh, have uh, abandonment of ten non-virtues, but not the ethics of renunciation. And then it says, uh, the second medium, in Atisha's text, it says those persons are called medium uh, who stop sinful actions, uh, etc. Uh, uh, so this is the teaching for beings of small capacity. Or uh, And then here it says the third superior, and then Atisha uh, uses that word, uh, they are called superior, uh, referring to the teachings for beings of great capacity. Uh, so uh, each of those uh, different uh, uh, levels, if you will, have their own qualifications uh, uh, in order to be called that specific level. And then it says, furthermore, the, <coughs> the scriptures mention many ways of positing a least, medium, and superior person. So there's other source material for this, uh, Lama Tsongkhapa is saying. And it says, uh, it says in uh, Tisha's uh, just like in Atisha's Lamp for the Path to Enlightenment, in Basu Bandhu's auto-commentary on the Treasury of Knowledge, the Abhidharma Kosha's auto-commentary, it defines three types of persons uh, as well. Uh, so it's, Lama Tsongkhapa is showing that there are many sources where we find the explanation <coughs> of persons of three capacities uh, by way of uh, least, medium, and superior. I'm not so what I'm not saying, Lotal Chimber, Lotal Chimber, what I'm not Sanskrit, Propagate, Lotal Rosen, or Jodius, Jogrande, Jogrande, Basaba, Jogrande, Tangu Tiluro, what the Jogrande, and the good chicken de Himalaya than a Tabajure. Could you not a chitu Marta? ガソプギネザレンジョゲンデバペビビシシモモヨロテンデンジョゲンジョシデヨロワタクンデンテンジョノンジョランデルケンナズルチゴルダコランデトルデバジャトゴマルダセオポヨマレクシトゴマルダア
so then he just uh, said it's fine I, I won't do this and he gave uh, teachings on the Hindu Hindu cave like the history of Hindu uh, Hinduism and and other other uh, topics he started to explain instead of the auto commentary he was he understood Sanskrit Without a commentary, a proper commentary on the authentic Indian commentaries, it's very difficult to derive the true meaning of them. <laughs> so we have so many uh, resources for the Basubandhu's Abhidharma text and the meaning of it and has studied so many of the commentaries uh, that you, it's easy to understand. But without that, looking directly at the auto-commentary, uh, uh, he was not able to explain what it meant. Uh, uh, but he gave, then he gave us a lot of uh, explanation of uh, other other topics, other topics like uh, world, not worldly, but other topics gave us explanation of instead. Uh, we're out of time, so uh, we will do the concluding prayers, uh, concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. Thank you, everyone, for coming, and uh, we we have we'll do the announcements right after uh, um, we do the prayers. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure land. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also <coughs> dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of benefit and happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara, Tenzin Yatso, may you stay until samsara's end. Pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandok, holder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, the spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Uh, just, uh, everyone listen.